1: Hey, hey,
0: welcome to our podcast, Queer Nundrum, a fun podcast that aims at building our community, the queer community, and that includes our allies, because you know we're not going to get shit done without them. Our whole goal here is to talk about everything from definitions to cultures to history, fiction, nonfiction, and everything in between. That is our podcast, and that is what we're here to do, is to entertain your ears. I'm your host, Holly Greystone.
1: And I'm your other fabulous host, Gary M. Thorne Jr.
0: Hell yeah, you are baby. Looking good over there.
1: I oh, you know. Got it's to okay. look at you. You always come on. You always look so nice and pretty. You've got your makeup on. You look
0: it's the light. Very
1: nice. So. <laughs> and you, um, ca- I just got home from work, so yeah. Nice. I know if you're
0: like, hey, I need ten. I'm like, cool. I get ten minutes. I'm gonna play with the yeah. lights and the camera <laughs> angles. You know, so I'm gonna look all purdy. So, you know, gotta, I gotta live my jam, gotta be good.
1: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> well, before I look, get myself too digressed amazing. here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm excited. I have to tell you, I'm super excited about this this episode. I've been pumped since uh your other hat that you wear as part of our podcast as a is an as a director, um, coming up with some of our topics. And so I'm just, yeah, you're like, yeah, hey, we're gonna do this. And I'm like, yeah, we we're gonna do this. So,
1: well, I believe I said, "How do you feel about doing?"
0: This? Yes, he is very good about ask telling.
1: I am. I'll I'll ask, and if they don't want to do it, then I'll explain. Okay, why don't you want to do this?
0: Which is which is fair. <laughs> you qualify it a little bit, but so why don't you tell us a little bit? You know, like who who are we talking about today?
1: Well, we are going to be talking about someone who I think I'm guessing I'm throwing it out there at you love.
0: Hmm. I will say that that love has grown exponentially in the last few days because and for was... me too. Fair. Okay. Fair Yeah, for me too. Yeah. yeah the, there was some, there was definitely some love. Um, they're definitely on my music list for sure. Mm-hmm. And definitely, uh, I love their story and and we'll get into a little bit about why that is and what that is exactly. But
1: yeah, it's grown. So who we're talking about, and if you've actually looked at our podcast notes beforehand, you already know this, but we are talking about Demi Lovato. The reason we're talking about Demi Lovato is because she just came out as pansexual so she's now part of our queer family. Yay, yay,
0: yay, yay. To be fair, was still part of the queer family 2017, but also an ally. So still technically, but now oh, yeah. as.
1: Well, she was an ally, but now she's like with us. She shifted.
0: And, yeah, she shifted into the other parts of the alphabet.
1: So on that note, perfect timing. So yeah. Holly, would you yeah. like to explain what a pansexual is?
0: Yeah, I, for our
1: straight listeners who have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. You
0: know, right actually, I'm going to even challenge you on that too. It's not just our straight allies, or it's it. It is a very complex. You're right.
1: It's Tawny who has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Tawny just learn some stuff, okay? Just, Please, just
0: learn. That's why she <laughs> listens to our podcast, man. <laughs> what we're here for to make it easier come on all right (laughs) honestly you can learn all this just google it it's fine but it's more entertaining for us to be in your ears and talk about it but anyway pansexual is not something that is widely understood by by not just our our allies but just in general there's a lot of confusion about it and that's why we do our podcast right we try we try to break these words down get the cultural understanding and and develop a community around it so Uh, Just the simple definition from good old WebMD, because I thought that was funny as hell. Uh, Pansexuality is the (laughs) attraction. Right? I know. He's busting up over here. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) So according to WebMD.com, pansexuality is the attraction to people regardless of their gender. So they're attracted to people of every gender identity. Now I want to break that down just a little bit more because that is just boom, a boom. Shit. this is a shit definition. So, but, but it's like, WebMD,
1: so it of has to be right.
0: Nah, I can't. <laughs> no, the truth is, okay. there's, there's just a ton of confusion among our community as to what you know, bisexuality, pansexuality, sexual fluid, queer, all that. There's a lot of confusion about what these different words mean, and the term pan was actually birthed out of all of that pansexuality, was was birthed out of all of that confusion. So pan, P-A-N, is the Greek word for all, and then all sexuality, baby. Super easy definition breakdown right there for you. Um, to get it just a little bit clearer than that, it's someone who is attracted either emotionally, physically, or both to all genders, and this includes cis, transgender, agender, gender non-conforming individuals. The prefix that was chosen to, to kind of um, encompass that is pan. Like, that makes a lot of sense. Pansexual is not bisexual, and bisexual is even a little bit more confusing than you might even think, and that is a conversation for another podcast.
1: Because I bet almost every almost not all but i've almost every queer person or at least the lesbian and gay part of that are truly we're all a little bi and depending on when and stuff like that i bet we're all a little bi
0: okay so let's break that down just a bit so when you make a statement like that i get the impression of like okay dipping toes we're testing this out yeah. we're not so sure yeah and that's just really part of the human development.
1: But what it is, is as, as the queer community in particular, this really is the queer community, this part of it, we're much open to having sexual feelings for, like for me having a sexual feeling about a female. I, you know, you can have those feelings. You know, it's just like a split second where a lot of, especially a heterosexual male, Oh, no, it's getting better. But, you know, that's all I'm saying is that okay. we're much more open to that sexual, you know, yeah, that the we can turned in on. In
0: general. Yes. Yeah. In, in comparison. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I see that to be the case, uh, I, which surprises me as I kind of got to know my community that I'm a part of, that there's still bigotry in it and discrimination oh, yeah. in it. And I was like, God, this is like the most inclusive group, like in general, like we are, according to Demi Lovato, we're the mafia alphabet, like alphabet I mafia. Yeah. There you go. I'm like, we're supposed to be like this inclusiveness. And yet there's a lot of there's a lot of inbiting and, and turmoil and confusion. And I think part of that's culture and geographic and, and there's religious aspects and other things that kind of play into it. And so. Uh, I, that's what I love about doing this podcast is like we get to dive into the meat of that and learn and, and, and inspire conversations in people's communities to kind of suss that out a little bit. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so what's no, new?
1: So
0: yeah. So, yeah. Sorry. Before we go, go I completely forgot Like, what, what's new with you.
1: Well, as always, I, um, my life revolves around my post-surgery right now. Um, I am now down from my pre. So when I started my, so like pre-op stuff where I went on liquid diet and all that shit. I've actually lost 52 pounds. My clothes are getting a little big on me. I'm having everything has suspenders now so they don't fall off. I literally the other day at work, my belt is it, a cinch one mm-hmm. and it wouldn't cinch any farther. And I literally all said, Oh fuck, I got to hold my belt. I got to hold my pants up. So that wasn't good. So I <laughs> uh, went home and, and changed into some suspenders and everything is much better now. But Um, and yeah, so that's, then, uh, you know, that's
0: a what real raggy situation when your pants it are was like
1: also go, or- go, oh shit yeah. You know, so i just i i turned it to, to people we were with, i'll be back in about 10 minutes because everything in gunnison's near each other so i'll, I'll be back so, so that was you have was to do the shit
0: you have to do the shake test do you know what that is
1: no other than okay. when i pee
0: Right, okay, that, and then there's obviously, like, too much, too little. Anyway, so the shake test, you put on your clothes, and you jump up and down, and you wiggle, and if anything falls or falls out, you know you need to make adjustments before you walk out the door. You check yourself before you wreck yourself.
1: So is that a Desiree thing?
0: No, that's a Holly I mean, thing.
1: Then I'm, only if Desiree tells me it's true, then I'll believe so... Oh my God! So you need to have that. No, she would
0: say picture. it so much more classier than that. Yeah,
1: I'm going to say, I just, because <laughs> I have the, anyway. But, anyway. Um, and so then I've actually, uh, because of my position, one of the things I do at work where I'm also in charge of inclusion, and diversity, um, I've had to be much more, and with this podcast, a bit more coherent of things going on at work. And I talked about it in Twitter, I think it was a week ago, but I keep having this issue with this one employee who for those who don't who don't follow me on Twitter, why aren't you? But so uh, <laughs> they, I actually had an employee was asking this person who identifies as female. So you identify as female. So does that mean you like which do you like to date chicks or, or guys? And thank God I was right there. Yeah. Ask that I just, down oh, hard. I go literally, that's none of your bit. You know, before I get there, I'm get i just asking. I'm curious. Enough, that is none of your business, right? If this person wants to say anything, they will. You cannot ever ask that question. And they go, well, I don't mind answering that question. I don't care
0: that you're not, and, your life is likely not in, in danger on a regular basis. I don't.
1: And so then I found out after all this that the same person, I'm going to say, he's, I, I like the guy to a degree, not as much as I did. And then I found out to a person who identifies as gay, he asked them, and this was a while ago, and they came up to talk about it after I very loudly told him, in a nice, professional way to tell him to shut the fuck up, <laughs> that they asked, this. he was asked by this guy if he was a, a catcher or a pitcher.
0: Why? Why? is And so what?
1: I know. So here I am all of a sudden. And here I am supposed to be the diversity inclusion champion. And I'm How finding do you be diverse,
0: out it, diversity and inclusive with that dude.
1: I know. So here I am trying not to kill him. And I did put a question out there on my Twitter verse that. You know, is it wrong to want to kill them? You know, to beat the shit out of them? And,
0: yes, I believe and I. Holly responded.
1: told me no. No, Holly told me no. But anyway, so I um, have now had to literally sit down with videos for him to watch because I had to get a hold of my boss and, start and go. I don't even know what to do with this. I want to kill this person, right? And so I—that's where it's led. Where I, you know, um, going through these trainings with him. And I can tell he's doing the trainings. I can tell he's going to ask these same questions again. Um, and
0: at that point, it's, that's just, they're willfully being a bigot. They're just, well, willfully yeah. it's just There's a point in which people just don't have the education and they yeah. only have their, their own I personal know. experiences that they think are socially okay. And they're like, well, I'd be willing to answer that question. I'm like, but you're not in that position. So you can't fairly make that assessment yeah. on another person.
1: No. Like that's if, just if, not
0: how that works.
1: And he was, I have to clarify too. This was at work right out in the, in the dining area where the people come to get their food. We were open for business. So we're not talking. It was just a conversation between the two of them. Right. There were people everywhere. And I, Oh my God. It was, and, and so then that, and that happened. And then also at one point, when I still got, even though I'm fully vaccinated and I'm actually past the point where I actually am supposed to be fine, I still wear my mask wherever I go. Right. Same here. I I go into uh, this market and as I'm going in there, another woman comes up right next to me going at the same time, not wearing her mask, glaring at me. You could tell she was pissed I was wearing my mask.
0: <laughs> I love those self-righteous people. They're like, why are you wearing and, a mask? It's like because I understand science.
1: And there's this, and I don't. Please don't get mad at me, people, for what I'm about to say now. On her phone, without headphones on or anything, she was blasting Christian music. And so, in a just, public, in a
0: public market,
1: in a yeah. So, <laughs> so she's take, she's this taking thing.
0: this like gangster level instead of the boombox and just beating it with your friends. You're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so
1: we're walking in, <laughs> and I feel sorry for this because you know, I'm because I'm looking at her just as self-righteous, like, you fucking bitch. You know, <laughs> you know? But so we're and we go into we're going to the place where we're going into. And this kid who had to be, I'm going to guess, 20 mm-hmm. going up, uh, ma'am, you, you, you need to put a mask on or you can't come in here. She literally went, huh, and just walks right past him, head up. And it was all I could do not to yell out. So my guess is you're a Trump supporter. I didn't do it, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> my guess is she doesn't listen to this podcast and will not catch that phrase. Yeah,
1: I don't. I I, I, I I doubt it. I doubt she knows how to use those modern devices, but I don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice accent touch.
0: <laughs> oh my so, god! anyway,
1: that's been my week of this town. I I mean, I have. I do want to say for those of you who listen from Gunnison, but we actually have a pretty good audience from Gunnison. That um. Gunnison, there are wonderful, wonderful people here. Mm-hmm. This is just an instance. These these two things I'm talking about, are like what the fuck, you know, <laughs> in the same week. Yeah, oh. So anyway, so, so that's that. been been my week: losing weight and dealing with bigots.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I just don't know what what to say. That's just a lot of oh, well, shenanigans. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. One, buy pants. Two, don't kill anybody.
1: Uh, that's and three, seriously. don't
0: yell yell inappropriate things in grocery store just because somebody else is being a It was all I could do. I am proud I'm of just... you. That's so mature. I, I am very proud of you. Good job. Plug this this high five. Three years
1: ago, I can't guarantee that wouldn't have happened. I'm just saying there's been a lot of maturity. There's
0: been, yep. I could see yeah. improvements.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what's been going on with you, Holly?
0: Well, uh, as you know from our last episode, I'm now back home, which was fantastic. Woo-hoo! Yeah. I got to spend a week with my beautiful wife. We took a week off. It was spring break for her. So we went to Spokane and we, we did a, a spa, which was fantastic. We wore our masks everywhere. We stayed away from people. Yes, we did go out and do things. We, yeah. We bought, you know, we went. So our little town doesn't have a lot. So when you go to a bigger town, you're like, okay, this is the time to, to stock up. On I things.
1: one up you on little towns. I'm yes, just Yes, you saying.
0: do. Yes, in this case, you do. Um, yours I don't want to hear your yours, no.
1: You bitching.
0: Yours is smaller than mine. Got it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> in this one area.
0: <laughs> this one area. Yeah. So I don't
1: know you. Could, you got a pretty big dick. So <laughs> sorry. Okay.
0: I you know sometimes I wonder. Anyway, so we you know we went to different markets, but we stayed away from people. Yeah. There was a couple of restaurants that we went out to. For the most part, they did see everybody six feet or more away. The, mm-hmm. every, all the servers wore their masks. Yeah. There was one restaurant that did not. And we're like, we're going to leave. And they're like, oh, but you can be here. And I'm like, no, unless you clean that table over there in the corner where there's no traffic, I'm leaving. And so they cleaned off this eight table like that's a table big enough for eight people and put three of us at it and that was fine because there was a window and there's airflow and, and and all that so it was fine but it was nerve-wracking to walk into that after being in so many other places where people were being smart about where yeah. their masks and staying distant from each other and it's like god yeah i would love to go around and hug people and high five and handshake you know i don't I'm a little pissed that our our particular region has gone back into a phase two for those. Of you yeah, you know, I saw
1: that. Yeah, I'm for sorry. those of you who are
0: not familiar with the U.S., uh, Washington in particular phasing, it just means that our restaurants go from 50 to 25 percent capacity. And there's a few other things, but it does more damage to our economy and our workforce. And it's primarily because of the age group of 18 to 35, which of that group is primarily college students, of which gave the proverbial fuck you and went out and partied and there is uh high high ca- case numbers basically of that group having covid and it just sucks because it affects the rest of us who've been playing by the social contract rules yeah. and these young dumb humans did not and i hopefully they've learned their lessons i don't know i'm not their parent i think there's some things that could have been done better by the university to help uh, facilitate that. Yes, I know that these are self-determining individuals. However, consequences should be a part of that decision factor. And it is written in the bylaws of the school that if you misbehave off campus, you can be removed from the university. And I would put that in the category if you misbehaved, you should be removed yeah. from the university. That's just my thought on it. Um it's I could go in so many tangents about that. Like, I don't know, alcohol poisoning and all that good shit. That university students seem prone to doing right now.
1: No, it's. I know that from um, where I'm at, that there was an issue at one point last semester where this party that took place with a bunch of athletes from different, not just one area, but from different areas. Right. It went. It went up to the. Um, it went up to the ethics board. You know, so there was some consequences that happened.
0: Right, so, and this isn't this isn't a joke, and I wish people no. would take it serious. We are yeah. we're in a pandemic, and it's not going to get better anyway. I could t- go on a total digress, but I will just I want to take us back to this conversation where our good old Demi started out in Disney.
1: She did well. More, she started off. I, I want to say she started off with Barney and Friends. Okay, she was one of the people of Barney and Friends.
0: Yeah, so, I'm trying to ignore that particular factor because that's like on my scale of points, that was like a minus 100, and she's already at 100, so it was really hard not to count that in the math.
1: But, but that I think that's cool. I mean, she did it. I mean, my god, uh, I remember when my oldest a- Lene was little, uh-huh. Barney and Friends was her, her show, that was her jam. She, that was her jam. We finally, when we had to throw away her, her um, nightgown that had a Barney's. Barney and Friends nightgown, because it just was just tattered, just terrible.
0: McPhee pieces cases out of them.
1: Okay, that was before I knew Desiree, so I don't <laughs> want Anyway, she cried. Oh, it was terrible, you know, so Aww. she... It was. So there... Um,
0: I was I the, was older. It just was yeah. not my generation. It was...
1: Yeah.
0: It was right up there at Teletubbies. It was like, I can't... Well, and
1: it. you, you, because Lene Lin- is 32, so I mean, five years. It's not... Or two yeah
0: yeah five six but yeah eight. so
1: no she oh my god she just so i i think it's cool it also shows she's a working actress and then she oh, went yeah. into doing um her big break with disney was doing camp rock um which i mean okay so i have to say at this point that what mm-hmm. i knew of her was through my kids you know they'd be watching the disney channel and shit like that and i always and i might be wrong with it but she'd always seemed to be like a second tier disney star i mean she wasn't like she wasn't one of the yeah. big ones, but um, she went on to several things, like the big one being Camp Rock. She did the Disney Channel games, which I'd never heard of. Um, she's actually done some voice work uh, with some yes. cartoons.
0: Yes, um, that's actually how I got to know her. When I first heard about her, it was from "Let It Snow," the song for Frozen.
1: She had "Let It Snow." She,
0: let it snow. No, let it go. Sorry. I was, let it okay. go. I was, let it go. And it's snowing. Sorry. It's snowing in the background. Oh No, that's okay. Anyway. I have
1: to say, I, I've never seen Frozen. Oh!
0: <gasps> <laughs> well, I had a young human in my life at the time who was just... She just loved watching that. We actually went and watched it perform on ice. And Oh, cool. Just, yeah, she was... She's a cool little human. Anyway, that's how I got introduced to Demi Lovato. And then oh,
1: kind of picked up. And actually, Disney makes amazing movies. I'm sure it's good, just when I've, you know, I'm kind of not in the right age group. I my kids were older by that point and I didn't mm-hmm. have grandkids yet. So um it just I missed it. But uh but I mean she seemed to have a fairly steady career there. Uh she also um and we'll talk, you know, once we get farther into we'll talk more about it, but that she was a promise keeper whatever, where she swore she'd keep her virginity until she was married. Yeah, purity.
0: That kind of, purity, pure, that's it. And they had purity um, rings, and yeah.
1: And that came out during this time frame, um, finding out that during that time frame, and we'll get that more when we actually get into that Yes, documentary, but I, I'll just say is that to hold it together from everything I've read through a lot of this time frame, she just always looked like that, The perfect Disney girl.
0: And she's got it all together. All together. And yeah.
1: I give her a lot of credit. And other child stars that we know going to the same shit did not make it. So she's a real fighter. I gotta I completely give her that. And I will say, I didn't know much about her. Mm -hmm. Really. I, I knew that she was a Disney star. That's what I knew about her until I started looking into her and I'm really more impressed with her, and I the the last like the last album she did. I listed a couple songs, and it's it's good. Can't remember the name of the album. The the song she sang at the Grammys where she started crying.
0: Um, dance with the devil.
1: Yeah that that one killed me. You know, yeah. That, it, that anyway, is, that's
0: we'll get into that. In just yeah. Anyway, yeah. Go ahead.
1: But yeah, so I didn't want. To, I was like, oh my god, I'm starting to step on Holly's there. But yeah, mine no, you're really, good. You're
0: good. Hey, you so gotta it really, it's man. honestly,
1: it's just. I, I now, it's a volley to you because really her, her I mean, I, I think she'll even say that her her stuff before moving into her more just her singing career mm-hmm. was nice and fluffy, but there's not a lot to it. You know, it's not where she gets, you can tell where she gets more of the meat of herself is when she starts going into her, into her song work. So I think that's more than where I just, I just do a nice lob over to you and then we'll, we'll discuss from there if you're good with that. So. Yeah,
0: sounds good. For many of us, a little bit older, and, and I'm sorry, the song that she sung at the Grammys was "Anyone," and that's uh, it. Yeah, it was "Anyone," and and there's a message. I about- was
1: I was bawling as I'm listening to it because yeah. I I, saw, I watched it after the documentary. It's like Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> so, so what I knew of Demi just before her overdose in in 2018. Um, that she, I mean, she had a, she just had a pretty solid run and I didn't know, and you learn this, uh, for those of you who haven't checked out her biography, we'll, we'll give you all the, the, the deets on that, at the bottom of our show, as well as in our notes, but during the biography, she talks about how for six years. Every facet of her life was micromanaged. What she ate, what she worked out. People couldn't have food in the room with her. She had okay, watermelon cake.
1: That's the thing that got me. They could not have a snack in front of her.
0: They fired somebody for bringing chocolate into a yeah. car at one point. Like, she's oh, like, I know. I was. She's having. Are we going to talk about
1: this Because I'll talk about this in a heart. I, I love is. It. Right. It was one of the best documentaries I've seen in a long time. I was so really impressed So
0: fucking good. Yeah. So good. So good. No, I'll I'll get myself back on track. Okay, here. sorry.
1: Okay, okay. So I, I got all horny. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to turn this off now. I can't. I just can't. Anyway, so she...
1: Oh, wait, she I has, do have a question. Yeah. A quick question. Go. Now, is Desiree okay if you say fuck? Like, what
0: do you... I need to. Well, say you know, something. I just I don't know if the
1: same rules apply to the that you know, you're back
0: home. No, it's my in home. With your mom. It's <laughs> my home. It's not I the create. same. <laughs> <laughs> so one of so a couple of her songs are what other people say met him last night featuring Ariana Grande. Uh, OK, not doing OK. Sorry, not sorry. That song I love. Sorry, not sorry. It's a good song. Uh, Dancing with the Devils is the most recent one. That's her most recent el- um, album that's going to be dropping, and I'll put a link in our show notes if you wanted to pre-order that. Um, I plan to actually get this on vinyl. I am a vinyl junkie and um, have become an audiophile apparently, but it releases later this year, and it just it has a lot of great songs. and the And basically, this whole album is just a walk of recovery of personal growth and self identity and everything you i at least for me i now i never experienced the level of uh, alcohol abuse or drug abuse and all that that she put herself through but the the struggles that i've gone through i I feel kind of mirrored in her music and i appreciate when people can bring their artwork out and do that Um, In 2020, during the 2020 elections here in the United States, we had a few uh, celebrities basically speak out against the president because he was a fuckhead. And one of those individuals was Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift had used their social media platform and clout and everything to be like, no, this is dumb. Biden all the way, blah, blah, blah. She got a a lot of hate for that. Um, Oh, yeah. And there's actually, this would not surprise anybody who follows Taylor Swift. And if you're a Swifty, you understand that gal can hold a fight and a grudge for a long fucking time. And I, and that's not just her. I know that there's you know, the other individuals involved in those conversations um, play a part, but her and Demi actually had a long dispute for years that played out. And Demi actually pushed Taylor just to, to, to basically put, you know, speak, do something. Quit quit pussyfooting about and get out there and do something. And so Taylor did. And then later, Demi says, you know, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And she, Demi Lovato, came out with Commander-in-Chief, which is a complete slam on the, the former guy who's no longer president anymore. Thank God. Anyway, she says that she literally doesn't care that it ruins her career. She... This was on her Instagram. She said that she made a piece of art, and it was something that she believes in, and that she wants her her audience. and And I would I I agree with this too. It doesn't matter who you are; you have a right to your political views. And if you are someone who is an artist and you want to use that that particular aspect of yourself to express your feelings of political views, then by all means, do that. And that's what she goes on to say. She's like, I made a piece of art that stands for something that I believe in. And as much as I would, I would be sad that I disappointed you. I am too busy being bummed that you expect me, a queer Hispanic woman to be silenced, to silence my views and my beliefs in order to please my audience. And I, she's right. It it doesn't, it, you shouldn't have to silence your beliefs. I don't think you should go out there and damn everybody and, shit on other people's views but you should definitely have your own and be able to express that freely without getting death threats which takes me into um i yeah it just takes me into her her next bit here which we'll kind of get into for her biography so she spent 6 years just trying to meet everybody else's demands and being this poster child for mental illness and saying hey not poster child forgive the terminology, uh, advocate for for mental illness. Well,
1: and then at one point she said she was, or one of her friends said she was supposed to trial for mental illness. So it was said in that thing. So, yeah. uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you're right. So she had all this burden put on top of her, plus the trauma that took place when she was, you know, young child art, uh, excuse me. And then losing her father and, she just so makes, we should
1: explain we yeah. should explain the losing of the father for your room.
0: yeah, let's do it. Go for it.
1: oh, no, just a real quick thing is that basically she's pretty sure that he had that he was
0: bipolar. schizophrenic,
1: bipolar schizophrenic, and that mm-hmm. he had some very bad alcohol drug problems. and they when they finally found his body, uh, and he oh he died at overdose. But when they found his father, they couldn't say for sure how long he'd been dead. Yeah, because it had been decomposed so bad, and this happened all right around Father's Day.
0: Father's Day, yeah. And, and she, she had cut him out of her life because he was just had disappointed her, and, and very rightfully, rightfully so. Yeah, and that to. happens when you have someone who's a, who has an addiction and a, a mental illness, and and all of that is because she just she was feeling. She was feeling guilty and, and it really just played out in her head over and over again, the scenario of her dad being there dead, alone, and no one, no one knew for the longest time that, that he had died. And so she really held on to that guilt and it all culminated on in 2018 at her choreographer's birthday party, I believe it was. Yep. yep. And she she had been already doing some shit on the side and being very sneaky about it she was she tried heroin she tried a bunch of other hard drugs and that particular night she tried everything and proceeded to drink a copious amount of alcohol and went home drank some more and the next morning her this is this is where i'm going to get a little pissed off the next morning her assistant shows up because she had demi had a, a doctor's appointment she was supposed to go to so her assistant shows up and is like hey yo you're not awake okay and then like puts around and does some other stuff around the house and is like hey okay you're still not awake and then finally third time goes up and like checks on her and finds out like oh shit Call security, not 911. Security calls security, not 911. Everyone shows up, and then eventually the assistant is like, fuck this, I'm calling 911, and had to sneak away to call 911. And if they called sooner, she probably wouldn't have had nearly as much damage to her brain. However, she did do it to herself. I understand that.
1: We and she, what, she had she had three strokes and a heart she attack? Is three that...
0: strokes, a heart attack. She's partially blind, cannot drive. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, she's... Her, she seriously fucked herself over
1: hard. And see the, the, the thing that when they did the 911 call, um, no sirens,
0: no, no, no sirens, no lights. I, when I, so I was an emergency dispatcher, uh, medical <laughs> emergency dispatcher. <laughs> yeah. And I had a few of those. I actually had one person call who had a knife and a Coca-Cola. I don't know why that was important to them, but it was, I was not trained for suicide prevention, which Hindsight, they probably should have trained me. This yeah. woman, this woman calls me and tells me she's going to kill herself. So I so trace I tra- her phone. I dispatch the guys. I tell them not to run lights and not to enter until police show up. I tell the police not to run lights because this woman is like on the fringe. And so we just talk about her, her Coca Cola can. And one, what are, what are your favorite things to do? Like when you have Coca Cola, like for me, I like to be out at the beach and drinking or outside in the sun and drinking my drinking my soda or whatever. And just you're not prepared for mental illness and knowing that Demi has a history of that and that she had all these people around her who are trained to like manage her. They didn't have that an action plan in place that something did happen is bonkers to me.
1: And so we have to say, though, remember what they, they said, and I'm not defending anybody, and not defending her. But the, all she the does, people in including her, said that she lied. They, they had no idea. she
0: everybody that they interviewed all agree, even her. Yep. She's very good at lying. and that is that is actually very common with people who are to who have mental illness and substance abuse issues. Yep. very, very good at lying and hiding it and covering it up. And I'm not talking about smoking cigarettes and spraying yourself down with perfume. like no. Legit, you have no reason to But
1: their life. on that note, if any, we have any teenagers listening to this, don't just put aftershave or or, or perfume on. Because all it does is that you get this perfumey smoke smell. If you really are trying to hide this from your parents, go take a shower, put on clean clothes, and don't smoke in the house because they're going to smell it. Also, don't smoke. Well, yeah, don't smoke. But if you're <laughs> going to do it, be smarter you know don't, don't just give, don't,
0: no we need them no don't give them don't help them out they um, need to get caught and, and learn their lesson so they fucking stop doing that shit
1: <laughs> or just wash before you know, i mean get, i can
0: give some tips on how to get away with things but i'm not gonna <laughs> do that because that's not um, what we're here for
1: <laughs> i do think is it the choreographer's name it's danny vitel or
0: tell yeah i can't remember how to pronounce her name exactly yeah but,
1: it's V-I-T-A-L-E. And the thing that really I do want to say this is yes. that in the this documentary, it talks about how she was just everybody blamed her for this.
0: Everybody. And they, she got thousands oh my and God, thousands tweets and thousands of, thousands I saw. of hate oh, messages telling her to herself. kill
1: herself. And
0: you should die. You should commit suicide. You should overdose. You should do all these things. She lost her contracts, her clients, her career, everything.
1: And I, I'm hoping they didn't say, I'm hoping she's gotten some of that back because everything you see this person, it just, that's like, of all the people you meet in this in this documentary. In the
0: scenario, that's the one person you're like, yeah, no, that's a, no.
1: Yeah. She no. just got caught in the middle of all this shit. You know, she wasn't thinking. So I feel terrible for that woman. Right. Of but, all the
0: people that you could have pinned that on, it just yeah. happened on her birthday. I know. And so. And so. Yeah, and, then, and, and Demi wasn't available to do anything about it, because she was immediately, well, one, she was in recovery at a hospital, having strokes and nearly dying. And then after that, she went into a care facility for recovery. Yeah. So She was not available for a good solid year to do anything to and help she her she did to work on herself. She work and she admits out. it. And honestly, she shouldn't have to go out and say, hey, quit fucking with my friend. It's not no. her fault. But here we are in a world of social media where we only see a snippet of it, and one person, typically news outlets, twist something and throw it out there, or some freaking sensationalist article will get posted, and people will just post that like it's fact, and it's not, and then it ruins people's lives. It's like you know nothing about the situation. Also, don't tell people to kill themselves.
1: Yeah, that. I don't. I feel like I shouldn't have to
0: tell another human being that. I'm just saying
1: that was just seeing that in the documentary. And I looked more into that Ugh, part of it. That I just, it, it so hurt me. Just, it was just something that um, I do think I want to make sure we've really set with this whole Demi thing. Cause we, this documentary and we'll, we'll put it in the notes at the end too. Yes. It is amazing. I think anybody, first of all, if you're Demi Lovato fan, you should, you, you should watch anyway. But even I, again, I'm not a huge fan of hers. I wasn't, I, I'm a big supporter of her right now, but Anybody who's gone through this shit on either side of it, mm-hmm. this is an amazing documentary that shows she was at the top of the world, but mm-hmm. she wasn't happy. She was she, miserable. I mean what? She was in Brazil? Is that where it was?
0: I didn't pay attention to, to the geography. Yeah, I know that she had a concert. lot of issues. Yeah, I know she had a lot yeah. of issues over in LA as well. So
1: Well yeah, and yeah, I'm trying. 'cause I've seen a lot of documentaries on maybe getting some mixed up together yeah. but and i mean literally keep in mind that they didn't trust her to do anything and again like we already said they everything was managed
0: every- everything her phone what she ate what she wore her workouts how much she sweated how much she peed how much she shit they were watching her diet they were oh, yeah. all of it she had a dietitian she had a counselor i don't dietitian. really know what that situation a dietitian. Nutritionalist as well as a dietitian. Well, remember yeah, like, the
1: assistant, uh, yeah, the assistant saying that that Demi had one cookie and she had to stay with her all night long because she had gone off the deep end, right. eating one cookie. One
0: cookie, like, oh my gosh! So if you're in a, a bubble like that, yeah, I would have I would have a hard issue. But here we are. Flash forward. She got to she among many other people used the 2020 COVID pandemic to really just stop. <coughs> everything and just work on herself, which is great because her fucking voice is even better. In my opinion, her voice yeah. is freaking amazing. The ranges she's hitting is just, uh. but she also got to work on her identity and that's where we get, you know, that's why we're really bringing her into this conversation is that she goes, she's like, I'm queer. No, I'm, I'm really queer and I'm not nah, I'm too queer. Like she's yeah. just, she's just loving herself. And, and there's a song uh called The Kind of Lover I Am. Have you have you heard that song, Gary? No, I haven't. No. Okay, so uh this is on her new album, you, but you can get it on Spotify. At least I was able to pull it up on Spotify, and you can get it on Amazon Music if you pay the extra $7.99. Anyway. So the, that, only thing,
1: the only one we promote is Spotify because they're the only one to show our, have our podcast. They have our podcast. The, our other the others are advice. dead to us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the song is called The Kind of Lover I Am, and some of the lyrics, I, I just, I want to share this with our listeners. Cause I just, I, I found them to be so fun. Uh, some of the lyrics say, doesn't matter. You're a man, a woman or a man. That's the kind of lover I am, or you could be anything in between. You can safely put your heart in my hands. That's the kind of lover I am. And then she goes on about with the passion of a one night stand. That's the kind of lover I am. And I am just like, that's great. Like just celebrating her yeah. sexuality, her identity, she does close with a personal statement, which I will share with you guys uh, right now, because I just think it's it's important for us to understand the representation that we get uh, in in all the different areas, right? Music, acting, uh. all that. She says, you know, I've been really good on my own lately, and I, I don't need anybody or anything, and I feel good about myself. But if somebody comes along and they just look at me that right way or tell that joke the right way and just make me laugh... I don't care. You know, I don't care if you got a dick. I don't care if you got a wop. I just want to love. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to fucking share my life with someone at some point right now. I'm good, though. And I love that. Like, being okay with you should be okay. And it, I, I know that she's doing that for her audience. I know she's doing that for her. And this, it's an expression of her art. She does write all of her own music. Um, I think she does. She has Which is her- amazing. It's amazing. Uh, it, she's yeah, done. Yeah. She has re, remastered a few things like Mad World is also on the new album. Oh, yeah. That's a rewrite. Uh, uh, not a rewrite, but a, she's, she's a reimagining. Reimagining. There we go. And I actually like that version. I like her version. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Um, so it's I just I, this song just really spoke out to me. Now, I, I don't relate on that level. That's not my identity. But as a person who wants people to to love who they are, and to be able to express who they are. I'm loving that Demi Lovato is able to do that in a forum that makes sense to her, and that's music, so.
1: I do, as we're talking a little bit more about her, I do wanna make sure and mention at this point that in the documentary, there's a point where she finally admits that she is now in moderation doing some drinking and smoking pot. I personally think that's wrong, but if it works for her for the moment, I just want to make sure that we're not endorsing anything on that part of it. I don't yeah. think we either was one to. I, as a parent, the minute I, my dad came out, of, it, my the dad of me came out hard when she starts And then I go, Oh, honey, don't do that. Just, <laughs> yeah. <days."> so, <laughs> um, Um,
0: she's she is working and be with her manager and her counselor and her sponsor she's being open and honest about all those Mm -hmm. things and if she's
1: at least she's being open and honest i appreciate if she's
0: truly being open and honest and not playing you know the same game we're gonna assume she is we're gonna assume right we assume on a on a positive level and and that's that's one of the things i actually talk about in the in the documentary it's like you could get so used to set getting set up for failure. Like, Oh, I fucked up. Everyone's going to cut and run instead. They're like, okay, well, what can we do to help support you through this? Like, yes, you fucked up and how can we help you make better choices?
1: And what I do love about showing this person who's you know, a multimillionaire and has the world really, you know, she can get what she wants if she'll do it, but she has the same insecurities as that person who is struggling with an addiction mm-hmm. who is homeless it's not mm-hmm. it doesn't make a bit of difference if it's the same shit you'll hear this her talking about it you're going to hear that homeless person who's mm-hmm. has they it's so I mean it's, it's sort of sad it's the same insecurities it's the same it's the same feeling that nobody loves me and I mean it's yeah, more than that it's almost that. like we're human I know, you know and so. we're flawed <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I know, but yeah, let's. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Those
0: are bad words.
1: <laughs> I do want to say at this point yeah. that we're kind of being silly, but I also want to mention that um, I read an article in American Progress, AmericanProgress.org, that gay and transgender health is one of these issues dealing with addiction. This issue briefly examines the disproportionately high rates of substance abuse by gay and transgender people, which is sufficient impediment of the health of this group. Although data on the rates of substance abuse in gay and transgender populations are are sparse, it's estimated that between 20% to 30% of gay and transgender people abuse substances compared to about 9% of the general population. This stress that comes from daily battles with discrimination and stigma is a principal driver of these higher rates of substance abuse Use as gay and transgender people turn to tobacco, alcohol, and other substances as a way to cope with these challenges. And a lack of culture, competent healthcare services also fuels high substance use rates among gay and transgender people. Yep. So we wanted, one of the things I was, and I think Holly was too passionate in, Talking about Demi Lovato. Who, wow! I, I become a fan of hers. But it shows mm-hmm. again talking about how it doesn't matter where you are in life, right? And it's showing right. that the queer community is just at a higher risk for this. So, whether you're queer or you identify as cis, wherever you're at in this, please look in on the on your your queer friends. Mm-hmm. It it's a moment of just saying, especially for younger people, it's harder yeah then the cis community and can a understand. lot of times
0: if you just ask the questions you're just checking in yeah. it's an it, and maybe you don't get the answer the first six times but they know yeah and you have created a safe space for them to come talk to you it, and mm-hmm. that might not be your role but you certainly can help facilitate that conversation the other and you thing-
1: could have Oh, I'm sorry. You could that moment just been saying, "How are you doing? I hope you're okay. Yeah. Can I do anything for you?" You might have kept somebody from killing themselves. That you don't day. know. You
0: just you don't know. Yeah. Not that that should yeah. be on anybody's burden, but no. that no. you just don't know. And there is uh, there are a list of resources that I will drop in our podcast as well. Uh, you'll find it in the podcast notes, and you will find it on our Instagram and Facebook. And then Gary, if you want to pull those over, you're more than welcome to do that as well. Yeah. I do okay. not have resources for India or Australia. If anybody who is listening in the, over in those it regions want to add us on any one of our social media platforms and let us know if there's any resources, we'll update our uh, social media accounts to include that information. It is important to understand, yes, we're joking. We have fun here on the show. That's what we do. But this is a serious concern and a lack of culture a lack of support for our culture are leading factors in mental illness. It's, well, not mental illness. Sorry, substance abuse, which can lead to mental illness. And one of the one of the aims of our show is to help form culture, and help inform the individuals, and and help help empower you to build a community around yourself and and around others in creating this inclusive environment. And that's our goal here, right? That's that's what we're here for. We have fun. Hell yeah, man. That's our podcast. We do what we yeah. want. But we also take these issues very serious. If you have any information that you'd like to share with us here in the U.S., let me know. But I do have a handful of resources I'm going to be putting out there that I've already um, pulled forward. So please share them and, and check in on your, on your fellow queer friends. I
1: mean, check on everybody. But it, hey, it, for the teens in particular going it that are questioning mm-hmm. everything oh my god it's 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 yeah it's hard it's hard i, I do at this moment a lighter moment this is a long time about india shout out to india you guys yeah. yeah a bunch of listeners there love you and if you have any queer icons you would yeah, like us you to have talk queer history
0: please. or queer arts artists, whatever, yeah. hit us up on our social media accounts or email us at cornundrum at So we can educate the world. Like yeah. our community is not solely based in the U S or India or Australia or the UK, England, or Canada, yeah. Canada. We love, we love you all. And we want, we want to provide that information for everybody because that's how we build our community. And I mean, we
1: hope we're there for everybody. So any, uh, any of the people listening to us are not from the United States or Canada, please tell us people you'd like us to talk about or issues you'd like us to talk about. We'll do and, it. And Otherwise, we'll we're just going to do
0: our own thing over here. And yeah. Who knows where that's going to go?
1: <laughs> I know. So we, it shows that we love Demi. Yeah. And we all, I think we're we're hoping she has a great, successful career and she stays on the right path at this point.
0: Yeah. And continues to, yeah. to tap into her resources, for sure. So, mm-hmm. hey, th- that was our show. We're going to roll right in. Queer Corner. Welcome to Queer Corner. This is the small section of our show, little slice of our show, where we do, almost well, just about anything in this particular aspect of it's our whatever show. whatever
1: the fuck we want whatever to do. Whatever we
0: part. want. These are typically opportunities for us to share your stories that uh, maybe are anonymous or not, um, but also to answer questions that you have for us and or some random silly show tune that Gary wants to share with everybody because Gary likes show tunes and will write a show tune for us and perform it on this show at some point in the future.
1: I She is lying, folks, <laughs> just so you understand. <laughs> You literally, my mouth went dry oh, I as suffer. you said that. Go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, you guys can't see his face, but that's true. He was just like, what? Huh? What like, the fight? What, what's <laughs> happening? I wasn't scripted for this. What's happened? What? <laughs> The actual... Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: No, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: oh, man. I was just messing
1: with you. I was <laughs> like, go, God, did we talk about something I couldn't remember?
0: Yes. No, I'm just That's kidding. Like... But no, to take us into our first our first queer Corner.
1: So I'm going to talk a little bit on the lighter side. Recently, I've gotten on my soapbox last couple times, and I want to talk about more of a, a fun um, show that I've been watching, which is on now. It's okay. called Zoe's extraordinary playlist. it's into its second season the synopsis is and it's just a very cute show okay it okay. talks it's a young woman discovers she has the ability to hear the innermost thoughts of people around her <laughs> as songs and musical numbers
0: really so that's interesting it's
1: very it's I'm gonna say it's it's in the second season it's heartfelt it's sweet. It's one of those good shows that you just you you want to succeed. And the reason I'm talking about it is there is a character on the show who I want to make sure I'm saying the name right. I'm gonna bring it up.
0: It's like because I have no idea, man. I can't help you on this. You're like super solo.
1: I wanted it's it's played by Alex Newell. The character's name is Mo, dresses and identifies as he, but dresses in female clothing. Okay. Very clearly they it's uh, he but dresses likes to dress in female clothing, is a gay character, has had um several relationships with these freaking hot men. <laughs> but I love this about it that it's just and it's just I it's another game show like shits creek really? that it's just part of it. It's who it's who he is, it's never an issue.
0: Oh from gotcha. the very beginning. Yeah, okay.
1: And I love how they've, all the characters have been developed in the first season. There's it's amazing. This, this season is good too, okay, but I, I love how they, how they developed Mo. They've never taken away. He has sass and you see sass from the very beginning of the show. Um, when you first meet Mo, little bitchy, Mo has never lost the bitchiness, but you've seen that character expand and you've got to learn more about him over the, the two seasons. And, It's, again, just wonderful. And, oh, my God, the actor, Alex, has an amazing voice. The octave range of this person is just, it's kick-ass because Zoe's around these people and her friends. She gets to hear what they're seeing is more than other people. And it's just, it's a sweet, wonderful show. And in this time of life where we're dealing with, we just dealt with Trump ass and we're dealing with COVID. (laughs) It's a wonderful show and it's well produced. It's the choreography is wonderful. Where can we it's, find it? It's on NBC. Oh, okay. I'm usually talking about Netflix and stuff. This is an NBC show. I okay. watched a person on Hulu.
0: I was gonna say they they streamed to Hulu. So Yeah. Okay.
1: And so it's I really it's a feel-good. Anybody could watch it. I'm gonna say a six-year-old could watch it. 99 year old could watch it and they're gonna they're gonna there's, love
0: some, it. there's a little bit of something for everybody yeah it's good um humor. and all right um,
1: and i'm gonna say the reason i started watching it was because of our friend Shar. she was the one who told me i needed to watch oh, it and
0: Char. thank you for yeah sharing. so
1: it was it's just wonderful and it's very feel good and that's hey, my
0: hey, recommendation hey gary yeah guess what what i get to see Shar for my birthday
1: yeah fuck you <laughs> fuck you oh so can we i gotta i gotta say this i know we're going long but deal with it so char she texted she texted you and tracy individually asking about getting together for the birthday she doesn't know how she did it but she included me on the text to tracy seeing about coming to her place for for uh Tracy coming to her place for the birthday, uh-huh. and I'm list- listening to all this back and forth, going, "What the fuck is going?" on? finally, I put in there, "Yeah, I don't think I can make it." I get off work with not near enough time. To- <laughs> seems like she get this, As she started to get this. Lol, I didn't even know you're part of this. Change. Right, so, <laughs> I was waiting for something. <laughs>
0: That's funny. That's- yeah, uh,
1: th- and that to me says Char so well. She's this amazingly beautiful, talented, Absolutely. smart woman and then had this moment of what the fuck what,
0: what? <laughs> we all do we all do yeah, oh yeah we all that's do. funny though i didn't know that i'll have to i have to share that little funness with her uh yeah no she reached out to me and asked if i could come out on thursday and do a pre like a because my birthday's the day after and kind of to do a combo because we've been talking for a while about getting together outside around a little fire pit yeah it's a perfect opportunity to kind of check that box off and get to catch up with people. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I got macaroons from France. I didn't go to France, but France apparently will ship them to you. So All I got, right. got macaroons. I'm very excited to dip into those because they're super cute and rainbow colored. And there's lots of flavors. And yeah, I'm going to enjoy that. Anyway.
1: Did you? Oh, I got I'm sorry. I got more. So yeah. with my operation that I had, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it literally, they said it takes away some of your cravings. I look at sweets and I like, go, yeah, okay, whatever. I don't even, I don't even, couldn't. Dean is trying to quit smoking right now. He has all sorts of sweets around the house. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Doesn't doesn't affect me.
0: So, oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So my my queer corner, I I don't know what it is with social media, but I do get some weird questions that I don't think they're from actual listeners. I think they just see my cute face on the social media page and they're like,
1: well, stop showing your boobs. I know. Right. Right. I'm just saying that's probably my,
0: my boobs (laughs) be in my eyes. Right. So
1: yeah. Those big, beautiful, (laughs) those
0: big, beautiful baby blue eyes. Yeah. (laughs) Let (laughs) me just tell you this. Okay. (laughs) I get this on my other social media accounts and it's just, it's, this is just a public service announcement. Do not go to somebody else's social media account and be like, Hey, you single or anything along those lines, because it's rude oh and inappropriate. God, yes. Like just, I, Oh my I God. It's terrible. So, I get so many of those and they're all men. So clearly they're not checking out my profile uh, or my mess. Like the shit I'm writing about. They only see my face and they're like, Hey, beautiful. How you do it? Or, you're looking good. I'm like, I know, but I don't need this like creepy vibe in my like private email, like private DM box. This is just, so I'm going to answer some questions.
1: Okay. I got to add one more to it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know this is terrible, but so I get, I opened my uh, Facebook account to public to try to get more people, you know? Uh-huh. so
0: Oh, I got I some creepers dude, because you did oh, that. My- people know we're a podcaster. And they go, I've been getting some weird ass friend invites. They're like, they have no pictures. They have no, like no details oh, are filled out. It's just like, this oh, perfect, any of
1: that stuff. I, I refuse them. I, I just refuse yeah. them anyway. Yeah. But so I get this guy and I've been getting a lot of this now. Yes. So I guess it's good for the ego to a degree, <laughs> but. But um, you know they're not get, real
0: Like just yeah. know they're not real And just don't worry well, and So
1: life. I get this Hey sexy You know all the time How uh-huh. you doing You look at hey, the Fuck up And I go No And I I got the point now When somebody the Instant message me first, You know I say First thing I, I say Is by the way I've been married For almost 20 years I have no interest In hooking up With anybody who Would love a friend Oh no
0: well, I get Is that a Open arrangement
1: No well, So then So I get this guy <laughs> It was my favorite I've ever I laughed I had to show this to Dean can I put all this stuff in? And then I go. I've been married for twenty years. I, I'm not looking for anything. His next response is, well, is your husband interested?" So I just, I just blocked him. I <laughs>
0: to, I, 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 in a way, I kind of want to know who the fuck that is. Like, is oh, I it, can't remember. It, I get so uh, Like, no, no, so, <laughs> it's not who the picture is it's not it's somebody mm. has made a fake account yeah yeah it's a phishing thing i mean for all you know it's a 13 year old child out there being a dick yeah and <laughs> just you know messing with you or or it's a computer bot that's just got pre yeah. questions i don't know it's just it's a no it's a it is a no <laughs> And if you got three pictures on your freaking social media accounts and they're all you holding on to a cigar sitting in front of your oh, yeah. boat,
1: they immediately and you're, get, I your them. boat,
0: it's probably yeah. not your boat, but you just pulled yeah. up a chair and sat down <laughs> next to it. Like you walk around with this chair and your cigar and you're like, yeah, this looks like a great place to take a picture. All right? Photographer. I need mean, you to stand over there. Like who takes those pictures? Who is taking uh, <laughs> your picture in front of your boat so you can put it on your social media? Like, and, like if that is if you have more to your personality and your profile that's fine but like i will literally remove accounts that follow us if they are not active and i don't oh, mean like yeah. they post like once a week or once a month i mean they have three pictures or they yeah. have or they post like 20 pictures and they're all dated the same i'm like nope you're yeah you're cool. gone yeah like yeah. a spam account And if you are a real account just refollow, and then I know that you actually do care. But yeah. otherwise I'm dropping you because you <laughs> oh, fuck with my algorithms and I got to keep algorithms happy <laughs> so I can reach the rest of our community and tell them how much I love them. Let me get to those questions. One. I'm <laughs> sorry. One. Are, are you single? No, I am not single. Read my profile. Specifically says I'm married. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you do in your spare time? Podcast, dude. I podcast in my spare time. <laughs> All other times I'm a project manager working in construction. Listen to the show. Come on. All right. What's the uh oh uh <laughs> I don't okay <clears throat> how would <laughs> this is such an <laughs> efto question. How would how would someone get your special attention? Um I marry them? And then that's, that's it. Like they, they get the playbook and they're the <laughs> only one that gets the playbook for my special attention. So it's a one edition. There's not like anything extra. So that that's <laughs> it for you guys. Um, yeah. Do you, okay. So l- for our listeners, cause I, I'm just having fun with this, Gary, do you have a random question you would like to just ask me as my co-host?
1: <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's a boy, no. I'm, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I really can't now. That was
0: right. Right. Um, that's just I mean. Okay. 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 About,
1: so, what turned you on more, ice cream or walks on the beach?
0: <laughs> uh, definitely rocks on the beach.
1: Well, I unless said, you walks. said Unless you said walks. I um, said walks on the beach. Too ice cream. Or walks on the beach. It's got to be
0: rocks on the beach because that is the best drink out there. I don't actually know if there's a drink out there, called Rocks on the beach, but if there is. There's a
1: drink called sex on the beach.
0: Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I would say walks. I would say a a walk on the beach. With ice ice cream. With ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, guys. (laughs) Thank you for joining me for my random shenanigans. Uh, But for (laughs) honestly public (laughs) service announcement don't do that to people it's not it's not okay also don't don't know your audience know your audience and know that uh it's not appropriate to ask for sex advice if if you're under the age of 18 especially because it is illegal here in the united states and i will not answer your question and i will block you so don't ask me those kinds of questions that is not my role as your as your as your podcaster and uh, friends, so don't do that. Talk to someone else, preferably closer to your location, where it might be appropriate. It's not and okay for me to help you at that.
1: I would like to say that anybody who's trying to get a friend request from me on Facebook or Twitter, uh-huh. we'll go with both of those, uh-huh. that if the first thing I see when I open up a friend request are these boobs hanging out, <laughs> it's going to be sure a no because it means you really aren't paying attention to who yeah. I am. And I have gotten a bunch of boob shots from people. I'm going really,
0: I'm, I'm very grateful. I don't get, I just get faces. I'm I'm grateful that that's where we're at in the conversation because I will go ape shit. If I start getting some of that, cause that's just, that's
1: wrong. Like, I, I, and those for me, they immediately get a block. I, I block them. It's like, and block. And no, that's <laughs> cause a, it's like, okay, that just sent me to 10 years of therapy.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Yeah. Just don't, just don't do that. No, it's bad. If you want to follow me on my, my personal Instagram is get shit done with Holly Ray. I am working on another contract uh, construction project, doing a remodel for a dear friend. I will be posting videos and just information about that. It's a fun little project. I put a little teaser out there on our, on our podcast page. So just uh something fun. So check it out. Uh, get shit done with Holly Ray. Until next time, be woe.
1: And be queer, fuckers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. We're going to get into that one. (laughs) Thank you for connecting with us on this week's Conundrum.
1: Connect with us on Facebook. Instagram. Twitter.
0: At Conundrum Podcast.
1: And email us at queernundrum at queernundrum.com.
0: And please rate and review us on iTunes. Until then, peace and be well.
1: And be queer.